Hi, everyone. I'm your host, Matt Salem, and I'd like to welcome you to the inaugural episode of Our Best Behavior, a podcast brought to you by Behaviorally, formerly PRS in Vivo USA, and winner of the 2020 Market Research Podcast of the Year. Behaviorally helps brands improve shopper and consumer experiences by defining and diagnosing the behaviors that drive shopper growth. Each month, we will produce a podcast to share industry insights on trending topics designed to help you make better shopper marketing decisions. Today, we're joined by Alex Hunt, who will be talking with us about Behaviorally. Welcome, Alex Hunt. Thanks, Matt. And I'm thrilled to be both in our socially distanced conference room, as well as joining you for the inaugural podcast as the CEO of Behaviorally. Great to have you here, Alex. Really appreciate you taking the time to join us today. The inaugural podcast of Behaviorally, it has a nice ring to it. I'm very excited here on my end. I know our teams are excited, and I'd love to hear a bit more from you about this exciting news and talk about why Behaviorally and why now. Sure. I mean, I'm glad that that you're excited. And I have to say that since we relaunched PRS and Vivo USA as Behaviorally, we've had nothing but terrific feedback from our clients, who we value immensely, from all of our staff, um, as well as from the industry at large. And I, and I think it's a reflection of the fact that we're looking to the future with this new and exciting brand and relaunching PRS and Vivo USA as Behaviorally. And when you talk about the future, can you tell me a bit about the vision that you have for Behaviorally and specifically the changes that are taking place that perhaps led to this new vision or improved vision of Behaviorally? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what you're asking, Matt, is essentially, why have we made this bold decision? And the answer really is baked in our future growth strategy, as well as the changes that many of our clients are expecting and anticipating and experiencing at the moment. There's really two dimensions or two two drivers, should we say, to this choice that we've made. The first is that we really want to lean into our behavioral heritage. Our company has always been about behavioral research, behavioral science, um, over many, many years, ever since PRS was um, incorporated in 1972. And so it's really no surprise that we're leaning into that behavioral heritage in our rebranding efforts as behaviorally. The interesting thing about behavioral science for me is the fact that it's really been around for 15 years more now, and yet it's still not fully baked into the way that the industry conducts all research, you know, when in fact it's it's the science of our industry, the science of, of how people behave. And so for us, it's our anchor point, and it's really the anchor point around which we build all of our thinking and of all of our intellectual property. And... It really is that that focal point, that thing that clients can rely on in, in a changing world. And, and we really wanted to lean into that for the next chapter of our, of our company. The second part, though, is, well, what are those changes? What, what's changing? And it's no secret. I mean, 2020 was a, an interesting year um, with the pandemic, and that continues to rage all over the world. That is changing consumer behavior, perhaps irreversibly. And... In many respects, it's just accelerated things that were already underway. And the big thing that impacts our clients in the sphere in which behaviorally works is really the impact on shoppers. Um, The shopping journey, the shopper experience now is unequivocally omnichannel. You know, the digital component is so important and growing. And for that reason, 
behaviorally is not only using behavioral science as the anchor point for how we think about human behavior, but it is also pursuing a really digital first strategy that builds all of that change in shopper behavior the fact that the shopper journey is digital, the fact that buying a digital shelf is going to be as common as buying a retail shelf into what we're all about and our vision as an agency and how we can serve our clients and help them really drive growth through shopper. So digital seems to be a key component to the vision moving forward. Obviously, with the name behaviorally, there's going to be a framework to help introduce behavior across everything that we conduct as an organization. So how is behavior itself going to be weaved into the digital first mindset? That's a great question, Matt. And and I think let's pull apart both dimensions of, of the strategy. So we'll we'll start with the behavioral sciences. You know, we have always been about behavior, and what we have developed is a really simplified behavioral model about why consumers make the choices that they make. And that's the lens through which we conduct all of our analysis. Now, the model itself is just literally built on, well, what are the benefits of any choice? That's what I'm considering. And also, what are the barriers to making that choice? So in other words, what emotional, what rational factors are pulling me towards making a particular choice at shelf or in my purchasing behavior? And what are the points of friction that stop me doing that? And this framework for how we think about human behavior is built on a lot of academic literature, as well as our own learning. Um, it's built on the work of Fogg at uh, Stanford, uh, a lot on Dooley's work, in fact, which is, to many respects, timeless. And that behavioral framework is really going to be embedded into the fabric of behaviorally and what clients can expect from our teams and the view that clients can expect when receiving work from behaviorally. And behavioral science is really that anchor point. That is the the, the anchor point, the, the static point, the, the reliable thing in this time of change. Now, in terms of digital first and how we're bringing that to life for clients, it's really in terms of our solution suite. We have developed two really solid lines of business um, for, for our company. The first is define. That's all about defining the potential of different point of sale activations. And the second is diagnose. That's really getting a deep understanding of different factors that are going to drive growth through shopper on that journey to purchase. And if we take each of those sets of solutions, you can see that there's a digital emphasis within each. So in Define, clients will know us very, very well for our expertise in pack testing. Uh, we have our pack flash solution. Recently, we've launched the Shopper Flash solution to look at point-of-sale activation techniques. But all of those are built and available for both the physical retail shelf, the traditional shelf, and, and for what our clients know PRS in Vivo USA for. But also, they're available for the digital shelf, because that is a growing part of our clients' business. On the diagnose side, our OmniPath tool really maps that shopper journey and the interaction between the physical and the digital world. Or there's an opportunity to do a real deep dive in our shopper lab, but the shopper lab itself, as it brings to, together human behavior, is mapped back to learning that we've collected in the digital world and the integration of those two data sets. And that's really what behaviorally is all about. It's about building on our behavioral science 
expertise, that behavioral framework as the anchor point, simplified anchor point to how we think about human behavior, but at the same time applying it in a digital context, because that's the context in which our clients are competing today. And Alex, to me, one of the most critical parts of the message that I'm hearing is about the simplification of the processes that can support behavioral learning for our clients. And with the speed of business today and the significant pressure that our clients are under, it seems it's that much more important, more important than it's ever been perhaps, to provide simplified solutions for our clients. Absolutely, Matt. Insights today has to get onto the pace of business. Um, It's a fundamental challenge for the insights industry. And if we don't start helping our clients drive growth and create value for our clients, insights is going to go out of business. And delivering that intelligence in time to impact business decisions is, is absolutely critical. It's a prerequisite of, of a place at the table. And so in simplifying our offer and simplifying our solution suite, what we're hoping we can deliver to clients is a clearer message and a clearer ability to deliver on time and therefore really help them create value. Alex, one thing I'd like to ask is, what does behaviorally mean for the clients that we work with now, day to day? How will they interact with behaviorally? Do things change? Are things business as usual? What can our clients expect? It's a great question, Matt. And um, really on a day-to-day practical basis in terms of how our clients can work with us, it's business as usual. Um, There's no change. The teams servicing our customers are the exact same teams that were servicing them in the USA yesterday. And um, all of those um, agreements, all of those terms and conditions uh, absolutely still apply. Um, So there's really very little practical change. Of course, what we do hope that our clients notice is the application and the implementation of our new brand and strategy and thinking. And that's 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 a real positive. And I do think it's appropriate at this minute just to thank our our clients, really, for all of their support over the years, as well as the wonderful feedback that they've given us as we relaunch our new brand. And also to say a big thank you to all of our staff who have really created this new vision and implemented it phenomenally together. Um, So a big thank you to to all of our our clients and, and to all of our staff. Well, in the spirit of simplicity, before we wrap... I have a simple surprise question. I always like to ask my guests a surprise question. And that is, what's your favorite category to shop and or your ideal shopping environment? So for me, it's Sunday morning at the kitchen table, cup of coffee, sports news in the background that I'm half paying attention to, and shopping for cigars on Cigar Page. And that's, for people that listen to the show, people know that's a, a love of mine. So for you, just what's your kind of ideal shopping experience? Is it online? Is it in person? You know, it is absolutely online. And it's nav- nav- migrated there as a result, frankly, of the, of the pandemic. You know, as in March, April, as much of the world closed down, we were left with little choice but to order more online. And so things that, you know, we had previously not really been booking online moved there you know to give you an example booking travel online that's common that's that's very frequent you know people have been doing that for years uh, as have i but um you know when the pandemic hit a lot of grocery shopping a lot of consumer packaged goods shopping all migrated 
online and things that you were ordinarily buying in store moves into the digital sphere. Just as an example, great experience buying new sneakers online. Ordinarily, pre-pandemic, you wouldn't have thought to do that because the experience of trying them on and making sure that they fit is perceived to be really, really important. And so, you know, that goes to our model, frankly. You know, what's the benefit, therefore, of, of doing it online? Well, you don't have to leave your house. You don't have to run the risk of infection. And what are the friction points? Well, they've really been minimized in the experience. And so I think for me, you know, that favorite shopping moment is a one that I'm, I'm drawn to on an emotional level because it's interesting and exciting, but also it's frictionless. There is a frictionless experience in terms of, of making that purchase. Yeah, that's a great point. The frictionless aspect is so important. I mean, the amount of clothes that I bought from Amazon that I could return literally three months later and I don't have to rush to make it happen, it gives you that security blanket that you need when making an online purchase. So wholeheartedly agree with you there. Well, Alex, thank you for joining us today. Really appreciate it. I know everyone around the office is super excited about behaviorally, about the future that it brings for our clients, for us that are all involved. This inaugural episode has been a blast. Once again, to our audience, thanks for tuning in to Our Best Behavior, brought to you by Behaviorally. I'd like to thank Alex, and we'll catch you next time.